Hi everyone. I hope you're having a good day when you're listening to this. If not, I hope it makes it better. Sorry for any background noise that you might hear. Um, I'm recording this with my toddler and my baby around, so it is what it is. I don't get a lot of quiet, peaceful time. Um, so today I want to talk about being inclusive and kind of building like your tribe. Um, I feel like when we start out in life as children, our parents teach us to be inclusive. Don't be a bully, you know, accept people's differences. And somewhere around middle school, high school, that kind of all just fades away. And each one of us is probably guilty of being a bully or not being the nicest or not, you know, including someone or purposely excluding someone and not really reaching out, you know, like we have a friend from first grade, we're not that close in high school, still know each other. We see they're struggling, but we don't reach out to them. We kind of leave them hanging in order to protect our whatever image that we're trying to portray in high school. And that goes into, you know, college and adulthood. And I feel like there's a time and place for a lot of people where you just stop being that person, that you start seeing other people have their problems and you reach out to them like you want to reach out to them you want to help them you want to make them feel better and not alone and I'm not 100% sure that everyone goes through that but that's kind of the place where I've been at the last few years of my life um so I moved to Arizona three years ago it was three years ago in July and I've always been like an introverted person I have a very big personality it's easy for me to get on you know like a podcast and talk it's easy for me to talk on social media and everything like that but if you've ever met me in person I either talk an insanely amount insane amount insanely amount (laughs) really fast and if you make eye contact with me you can literally see how nervous I am or I'm completely quiet and everyone thinks I'm a bitch. Like, there's so many people that have come up to me after getting to know me who are like, when I met you, I thought you were a bitch. Like, you look so angry. You don't talk. You just sit there and stare at everyone. And it's literally because I'm just so anxious inside that I can't form words. Or I'm so anxious that it's just constant word vomit. And I just, like, overshare and say crazy shit And when I leave, I'm just like, please let these people like accept me for who I am because I am just, I'm just a wreck. Like, I don't know another way to put it. So when I first moved to Arizona, um, I've always been pretty introverted. A lot of people, when they first meet me, they don't think I'm the nicest person because I'm usually very quiet and I just kind of sit there. I have really bad social anxiety when I was little up until not too long ago. I couldn't even like go eat at restaurants because just being around that many people like made me sick. I had a hard time going to like concerts and fairs. My parents love going out to eat. So when I was little, we would try and go out to eat and I would get physically ill. Like I would be dry heaving for no reason. Like I'm just that anxious. And then it was even me on my first date with my boyfriend. Like I went to the bathroom probably like four times just to like pretend to throw up because I was so nervous I'd never ever been on a date before that is my one and only date that like one and only first date like I just don't do stuff like that so anyways um when I moved to Arizona I didn't know anybody so I really had to put myself out there and try and meet other people especially for my children like I wanted them to have friends 
and only my oldest was in school at the time so I really like put myself out there and I'm like I'm going to fully embrace everyone that comes my way and that ended up biting me so hard in the ass I attracted all these people who liked what I had to give but at the same time had nothing to give me but once I was done giving they wanted nothing to do with me and that really really burned me and I am that's still something that I struggle with to this day to where I don't take on like a whole lot of people I'll take on like one person at a time and make sure that like this is solid before I bring in the next person because yeah I can't even pretend like I wasn't phased by it like it definitely hurt my feelings and I am like a woman's woman like when my friends do something good like when they get a job promotion or they meet a new guy or they get a puppy or they get pregnant or they leave their shitty boyfriend I am like the first person like cheering them on I love to like get them little gifts or just send words of encouragement like I'm never like oh why did that happen to her and not me even if it's like in the workplace and we're going for the same position I'm gonna be like happy for you because that just makes the world better and so meeting a lot of women who aren't like that is so discouraging to like my whole outlook on life and then seeing them interact with like other friends of mine I just want to tell my friends like don't put too much into it but it's not my place to say so I just kind of bite my tongue and hope for the best so for a while I really focused on my children and my career and the few friendships that I have And I would meet other people at work and events and just in passing. And I never, until recently, like the last six months, really put myself out there. Like they'd be like, oh, we should hang out. I'm like, yeah, sounds great. But I would make no moves to do that because I was still, it's like a bad relationship. Like you're still burned and you like don't want to put yourself out there. So I really like hesitated. And I have two really good friends, um, Heather, who watches my kids, and Kira, and they're so polar opposites and I feel like they have really taught me a lot about just friendship and motherhood and just being a woman um Heather's very like normal like she's a mom mom and she always has her kids on schedule and they go to their sporting events and she's like makes all their costumes and she's very hands-on she's also um my babysitter for my kids there's no one else in this world that I could trust to have my children so she watches them and then Kira is like my hippie witch vegan mom of three boys um lover of pretty much everyone and everything and she's like just reaches out to everyone and so I got like both of their dynamics And, like, one of the really cool things about life is you can evolve. Like, you can wake up one day and just be like, you know what? I'm going to start a new chapter. Start a whole new book. Like, throw away the old book. And I really got to figure out between the two of them and just within myself, like, who I wanted to be. I really just become, like, this woman's woman where I encourage my friends. They know they can reach out to me at any time. Like, I'm always there for them. That um, I don't like believe in like like breaking up with your friends over like petty stuff so like we've had arguments and (laughs) I'm gonna share this story cue so like don't kill me like we went on a hike one time 
Q had just gotten out of the hospital. Um, she has an illness. That's not my business to share what it is, but she has an illness and she got out of the hospital and she wanted to hike and I told her not to. And she told me like, don't tell me how to live my life. We go on a hike. It's a wreck. We don't talk for like three days. She's so mad at me. I'm so mad at her. But then we like came back around like, okay, this is very stupid. We are best friends. Like, obviously this goes on the list of things we cannot do together. But I feel like a lot of friendships, when they get to something like that, it's done. It's over. Nobody apologizes. Nobody moves on. But I don't think it should be like that. Like, there's little things that are going to happen. Like, your friends are going to make you mad. You know, that's just how it is. And you just have to work through that. That's part of being an adult and everything. And um, when I met Heather, I told her, like, I'm not a hugger. Well, I wasn't. So when people would hug me when I first met them or, like, after events, I would just stand there. I wouldn't even move my arms up to hug them. So they're just hugging like my stiff body. And um, <laughs> I would just make it so awkward. And then I met Q and she is a hugger and she's a lover. Like she'll kiss your cheeks and everything. And she told me that like hugging is very essential for like your soul and your well-being. And it's like proven to be really good. So we um, started working together this last year and every morning like we would hug just so it would just kind of like reset our bodies like okay we're gonna have a good day we just like shared a moment and there are days when like she wouldn't be at work and I wouldn't get my morning hug and I could definitely feel the difference. And so now at 32 I am a definite hugger like I have come to this belief that like physical like contact doesn't have to be like sexual like it can be platonic like you should hug your friends you should kiss your friends cheeks you should be like that level of intimate with them because not everyone has like full intimacy with another partner and everyone does need you know physical intimacy in their life like that's a very essential And it's essential with your children. So, like, you should hug your children. You should kiss your children. You should cuddle them. So when they grow up as, you know, and become adults, like, they have that in them. Because so many people were taught when we were younger, like, don't show emotion. Don't hug. Don't be vulnerable. All of that. And that has just made everyone, like, a wreck of an adult. Like, nobody has any concept of their emotions or their feelings or what they like physically or anything like that because our parents kind of drilled us in a little differently and I just don't want that for my own children so as an adult I'm like making those positive changes so when I especially other women because I feel like women have been taught to hate each other and it's something that society has put out there like we are like all competing against each other we're all competing for each other's husbands and each other's kids and it's crazy um because we're not like if you sit back and think about it who are you competing with out of your friends? None of them. You guys are all on different paths and you guys should just be supportive and embrace each other. And that's just my like whole view on it. Like it's so baffling to me. Okay. And so the whole reason I'm even doing this podcast is for three different scenarios that just recently happened to me that really showed me that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm living my life the way I want to live it and how I want to be seen in the world because other people are seeing me that way. So I feel like I'm 
on the right journey. So I got a message from this girl who used to date my boyfriend. I know as soon as hearing that, everyone's going to be like, drama. No, she wrote me the sweetest, most sincere and heartfelt message I've probably ever gotten. I cried when I read it and was just very touched. Like, this is someone who society as a whole is always like, you hate the ex, the ex hates you, and that's just how it goes. Like, there is no room around that. And I'm just so happy that she wrote me because that immediately broke that. It broke that expectation that's there for two women to just hate each other for no reason. And then her telling me how she's seen my life on social media and how I seem like XYZ, which is exactly how I want to be seen because that is who I want to be. That's who I'm trying to be. That's who I strive to be. That's who I am. And then, you know, I was nice to her. Like most women would not be nice about that. They're like, F you, leave him alone. But we had what I consider a very deep heartfelt conversation after that about where she's at in life and where I'm at in life and how life you know brought us together through these different scenarios and then you know I told her I don't wish anything bad on anyone like if someone's making positive moves in their life I will always cheer them on like that is just who I am it doesn't matter like if you're turning your life around and you're making positive moves, that means the world's more positive. So I cannot hate on that. I won't do it. And that's what I told her. And, you know, she told me that she had been like ingrained not to be nice to other women, which I feel is how a lot of women are. We're told like we're not supposed to be friends. Like, and that's just not cool. Like we need to be friends. Like women need to stick together. Like that's how we run this world. The second scenario was um, this woman that I met through my choice of career. (laughs) I work in the cannabis industry, so a lot of people don't see that as like a solid career choice, but it is. It's wonderful. Anyways, I met her through um, one of my vendor events months ago. She's super sweet. She's beautiful. She's young. Um, And she posted online that, you know, she was struggling and she was sad. And that was one of the first things I saw in the morning. So I reached out to her like, hey, girl, like, hope you have a better day. And she just started like confiding in me about certain things in her life. And it 100% reminded me of like a younger version of myself. And one thing I always say is when someone comes to you and you can see like your younger self in them, be that person for them that you wish you had or that person that was there for you during that time, be that person for them. Because there's nothing worse than like being in a dark place and not having anyone. And a lot of times you'll reach out to people who are close to you and they just don't get it. Like they haven't been through that. They don't understand. So that just kind of leaves you feeling even more empty. So I had a pretty long conversation with her, you know, just encouraging her and ensuring her that life will change around. Like this is not her permanent life. Every day that she wakes up, you know, she can make those steps to being who she wants to be and like figuring that out there's no pressure there's no like time clock that she has to meet and I told her like I personally started my life over at 30 with three kids starting a new career like things are not easy and I always try to make sure people know that like my life isn't easy my life is a lot of work 
I may make it look easy, but I'm freaking tired. (laughs) So I told her that and to not focus on what you see on like social media, unless you really know that person, you know, that's like, that's how their life is. Like my friends know, like what I portray on social media, that is, that's me. Like some days it's beautiful and some days it is a nightmare and you just kind of like want to turn it off. But I had, you know, really open conversations with her and, you know, she was very thankful and sweet and she told me that I like really helped her feel better about the whole situation because um, she was telling me that she looked, you know, for um, like on YouTube at like self-help videos and on Pinterest for like quotes to make her feel better. And it didn't. And I told her a lot of people just need something tangible, someone they know personally that went through that really hard situation and came out on top and to know like what that process entails that it's not something that happens over the night it's months and maybe even a couple years and then you have to figure out that step in life like where you're living at right now is that where you're supposed to live forever is that the stepping stone to your next place or do you want that to be where you live forever so there's just like a lot of questions and stuff in there but just like not lose hope and I wanted her to know that I'm here for her you know like if she needs to reach out if she needs support if she just needs to vent if she's crying or something good happens to her like I am here for her and I feel like more people need to be that way so that's why I'm sharing all this and then um the third thing just happened and I wasn't even like expecting it which makes it so much more beautiful beautifuler beautiful whatever um so I sent my two sweet friends um Q and Bren I sent them just like this funny picture just joking around like and it was this little sad bear I think it is and he's like crying it's like when you're having a sad day but your best friend comes by and it's like a skeleton on a bike and it's like beep beep you sad fuck and I was like this is us and they both responded with like super sweet messages about how we wouldn't be able to be like one was like oh I couldn't I don't know how I would like survive without y'all like I love you and the other one said the same thing we're all just like having this emotional like woman's moment of how grateful we are for each other just because we've all done really great things for each other without question like and I think back on it now and I'm like who else would do crazy stuff like that but also, like, more people need to do crazy stuff like that. Um, one example that comes, like, straight off the top of my head is um, when I was going through my divorce, Kira came over one day and, like, watched all my kids. So I have three, and then she had three. Six kids. That's a lot. No questions asked. I was, like, struggling, having emotional day. She's like, I'm coming. No, like, didn't want anything in return. And then on the flip side of that, when she was in the hospital, she was super sick. Um, I was nursing my uh, daughter, and her son was breastfed. And I was like, sure, I'll go nurse your kid. No problem. Got it. Went over to her house a couple times to nurse her son. Had other moms, like, donate milk. And that was just, like, our community. And I've known her since I first moved here. Like, she's the person who saved me from those crazy girls I was talking about in the beginning. And... Then we met Bren through work, and Brenna and I were both pregnant at the same time, so we really kind of bonded over that, because this is her first, this is probably my last, and she's pregnant, 
at the same age as when I was pregnant with my son. So I just immediately like wanted to mom her, not boss her around, but I just want to make sure nobody messes with her. No one tells her what to do. Like I was always like, Brent, follow your instincts. Like this is how I did it. You don't have to do it this way. You can do it X, Y, Z, A, B, C way. Like I'm going to support you. Like and just really, like, try to build, like, a community around her. So when she had her baby, she had that support. And we would always just, like, worry about each other because we both had wild pregnancies. And we just had that support. And now we have our babies here who are five days apart, which is so awesome. They had the same due date. <laughs> and, you know, we hang out and just have that vibe. And anytime, like, either one of us are down, you know, we've all been through, like, really crazy things the last few months, um, between, like, our jobs and our significant others and our children and just family and life, you know, we're all, like, we all pull back together, and, like, anytime anything's sad or not good, like, I know they're there, they know I'm there, like, we have that community, and this part makes me emotional because I always think about people who don't have that, So anytime I see anyone that's, like, struggling, I just want to bring them in, like, here, girl, like, we will take care of you, we will support you, we will protect you, like, you just come here, be in the coven, and, like, just don't be crazy, though. (laughs) And so I just wanted to share those little scenarios and stories and funny little things with y'all, because I know there are a lot of women out there who don't have what I have and what my friends have and I've had women like message me through Instagram like oh I wish I had you know those type of friends or I don't have anyone like that or I don't have a best friend and I'm just kind of like well bitch come be our friend then because we are accepting applications just kidding but no seriously anytime anyone says anything like that to me I'm like okay like when do you want to go get coffee like do you want to go to play date with our kids do you want to go to dinner do you want to go movies do you hike like I I just start like drilling them like how are we gonna start off this friendship like you want to go to Barnes and Noble like that's kind of my jam and I feel like that should be like a normal thing like women should ask other women out on dates like platonically um And I kind of do that sometimes. So if you ever get like a weird message from me, like I'm not a lesbian. I just want to hang out with you. I like your vibe. I also like the other day posted um, this video of this girl who like goes to the drive-thru, chit chats with the girl at the drive-thru, then circles back and then asks that girl if she wants to have a sleepover. I think it's the cutest thing, um, but also don't want to get like my organs harvested. But I definitely think like once you're like secure with someone or know someone pretty decently, you should do that. Like, I definitely want to have a sleepover with, like, all my girls. And so I will close with this. If you're a woman, be nice to other women. Um, everyone has insecurities. We all need to work through them, but we also need to not project them on other people. Be supportive. You know, when your friends come up, you come up. When you come up, your friends come up. That's just how it works. And the more positive you put out, the more positive you get back. And just in general, the whole circle of life is better for everyone. Like, you will be happier. Um, The last four days of my life, like, I was really sick one of those days. But even then, like, the sun was just shining out my butt. Like, I was so happy because I've had such positive experiences all around the last few days with, um, you know, just my close friends, a person that I'm not supposed to like, you know, a girl that I've known for a little bit in passing, you know, I've just had really good experiences. And 
I feel like me going into those experiences with a positive mindset as well has just made for an all around better life for me, for them. You know, I feel like everyone's just a little more relaxed after all that. So just keep that in mind. Be nice to each other. Be kind. You know, if you can't be kind, just be quiet. (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, um, if you go start going on girlfriend dates, let me know. Or if any of these girls think you're weird, send them my podcast so they know who inspired you and that it's not weird. Um, But yeah, take care. I love you all so much.